Bills upon the love of the beautiful game, the Everything Football Fantasy Podcast. Game week three in the bag. What a game week it was as well. Aston Villa off the mark straight away. Uh, 2-0 against Everton. Uh, first game of the game week. Man United, everybody knows, absolutely balls did against Crystal Palace. Liverpool got the best of Arsenal. City continued their stride. And my God, did Newcastle finally turn up. 1-0 against Spurs. Let's crack straight into it. It is the Everything Football Fantasy Podcast. We're in the studio as usual. Dylan Fennell, how are you, mate? Very well, mate. Very well. Excited for another round. Uh, Jesh McDonald as well joining us. How are you, mate? Other side of the ditch at the moment? Yeah, it is. It's good to be here. Thanks for having me. Uh, no worries. And we're going to crack straight into a Game Week 3 result recap off the bat. Dylan, to you, Grealish is your man. He's finally turned up. Not necessarily him, but the team did. 2-0 against Everton, what's his take? Yeah, well, mate, I think he did turn up. I think he played a really good game. Good to see Villa off the mark. Um, I definitely think they needed that. Uh, obviously, a lot of money spent in the off-season. So, yeah, yeah interested yeah. to see if they can kick on from there. But, yeah, good result for them. And their, their big signing as well, finally off the mark as well. He looks like a bit of a weapon. He's a big boy, eh? Big. Um, yeah. So, I mean, they, they've got a, a, a gutsy games coming up, a few of them. But, I mean, over the next fixture of the week, uh, Jess, 3-2. Chelsea over Norwich, what's your take? Yeah, a little bit of a slog, but really happy to get the result. Um, by the way, I think I was the only one of us to call Villa to beat Everton at home. So um, uh, yeah, well, you were you were well played, <laughs> mate. We'll give you that. We will touch on that soon as well because you actually had a, a ripper of a game week for predictions, which um, I'm going to say is not surprising. Um, but I don't think any of us have got that lucky uh, so far. I'm I'm just going to take the reins now. Southampton over Brighton, probably not much of a surprise, but. Uh, I'll be honest with you guys, I kind of switched off to the football after watching the United game live against Chelsea. And I'm going to actually throw to your guys' assessment. I know you would have watched it, so what's your take? Yeah, well, the the thing was, is, is this is a weird stat, seven and ten of the matches ended in victory for the away side. Mm. Interesting. Is that the first time that's happened? Probably not, but any... any probably st- not, but you probably think that um, that to come to a ground, you know, a lot of places consider themselves to be fortresses. Mm. And, you know, a lot of records have been built on on undefeated at home and that kind of thing. So to, to take victories away from home is, is, is quite hard to do, as we saw uh, in the league last season. So, um, yeah, a couple of surprising results. But, um, man, it's nice to see some, some new goal scorers come up um, this week and a couple of biggies. Um, you know, both the Barnes has turned up this week. Didn't yes. they? In a big way. In a big way. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think I, um, I mean, we've got to talk about United, don't we? I think it's kind of a sign of the times at United and Old Trafford, the fact that you've got a Crystal Palace side there with fullbacks scoring goals in stoppage time. Like, mm. what the hell is a Crystal Palace fullback doing attacking Manchester United at Old Trafford that late in the game? Yeah, I, I You think know, Dylan, um, Palace have actually never beaten United before in the Premier League. So, you know, big ups to them. Um, they were actually the first ever team to score a 90-minute winner in the Premier League at Old Trafford. 
the first ever team to score a 90 minutes winner at it, Old Trafford. In it's the definitely League. not the um, not the intimidating environment it was when when Fergie was there. That's for sure. Yeah, I don't even. I think the environment suffered as well. I mean, I was actually when I was watching the game. I mean, credit to Crystal Palace because you know they've had a rough summer. They managed to keep Zaha. Um, he didn't play particularly well. A lot of the Palace team didn't play particularly well either. But the United team, what was even funnier, no one even played really badly. I mean, there's just things that went the wrong way. Um, Van Anholt, who actually scored um, for Palace, I found out in that game, uh, listening to the commentators yarn away, that he's actually the most, uh, the highest scoring uh, left back uh, in the Premier League since 2016. So he's got goals in him. Um, I don't actually know. We've not spoken about him um, as a fantasy option either. Um, but, you know, I, f- I, I think he's reasonably cheap or affordable. But, man, it was it was really painful, you know. I mean, you can just tell how kind of out the wind they are when James scores an equaliser, 88 minutes. He wants to go celebrate because he's just scored an equaliser. Half the other guys are like, nah, we need to kick on and win this. Um you know, you can just see that the players are kind of at sixes and sevens with each other at the moment. It's, it's the only way. I yeah, can well, it. Rashford missed a penalty after the the controversy with Pogba missing one last week, and De Gea was beaten, you know, pretty convincingly at the near post, which isn't which isn't like him at all. Mm. Yeah, and it, it's um, it's. I mean, a lot was made of the the kind of uh, penalty prediction. I think when we recorded the last episode, it was kind of prior to all of that really kicking off and picking up momentum in the in the press. But you know, well hit penalty. <laughs> I mean, you can't get much closer uh, and not score. Do you know what I mean? To come off yeah. the inside of the post and pretty much go across the goal line. It went out for a throw in, I think. Uh, yeah, it's, it? it's, um, uh, it's really sad times. There's um, so much pressure on him in that, uh, for that penalty after the chat during the week. Yeah. You know, if, if Pogba scores last week, then Rashford scores this week, I reckon. There's just so much pressure for him after all the, the so chat. So who's on so. next week, do you reckon? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, mate. I reckon they run up together and try and kick it at the same time. Hopefully they manage to score. So do you reckon anyone had um, Rashford as captain? Ah, uh, as, as you mentioned that, I can actually say I did. So uh, it was... That hurts. It did, man. And I, to be How honest... How many points did he get? Zero. <laughs> well, you can't multiply zero, thankfully. You can multiply a negative and you didn't quite get there. So, uh, but, but the kind of... I, I built my whole team around Man United, and we'll talk about this more, I suppose, when we get into the fantasy side of things. Uh, and I'll kind of, I'll just let it breathe as to whether or not I stick with them for the next game week. Um, by kicking on through the other fixtures, Leicester 2-1 against uh, Sheffield and West Ham picked up 3-1 against Watford. What's your take on those games, boys? Yeah, well, um, I talked about the big striker for West Ham uh, in our first episode, and I... Um, you know, I've sort of tipped him for a really good year. Mm. Um, so good to see him get off the mark with um, with a couple of well-taken goals. Um, so, yeah, kind of interested, much like Villa with, with West Ham, to see where they can go from here. They've they've got quite a good lineup now. So Yeah. Um, and yeah. all their, their kind of big boys chipping in with the assists. Antonio getting one, Felipe Anderson getting one, Lanzini getting one, Noble on the, uh, on the penalty, I think it was the first goal, wasn't yeah. it? So, yeah. you know... They look like they're definitely a team who can put it on. They got rid of their toxic Arnautovic over the summer. Um, I know I actually saw some chatter on Everything Football this week, Josh, where you were back in uh, Hallier, uh, West Ham against Watford um, yeah, over Pukki for Norwich, right? The thing is is that Hell is 7.4, you know, which is quite pricey. Um, mm. you've, you've, if you want to get on the Pukki party bandwagon now, he's going to cost you 7. Yeah. Um, so he's gone up in, in price um, 
you know, every single week. And, um, you know, it doesn't look like he's going to slow down. Interesting um, that um, Pukie and Norwich will go to West Ham this week. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen because West Ham have started to, well, you hope, hit their stride now and Norwich were kind of, we're all wondering what a championship team was going to do in the Premier League. So it's going to be interesting to see what, what they can do against the um, against the Hammers. Yeah. And uh, Liverpool, obviously, 3-1 over Arsenal. Bit of a, uh, you know, Salah on the double. He's doing his business. What do you take on that, Dylan, as a Liverpool fan? Well, we we definitely well and truly outplayed them. Um, sorry, Arsenal fans, but mm. you know I, th- I think you'd have to admit that um, we kind of swarmed them. Um, they they did have a really good chance through Pepe that that wasn't taken. Um, you know, aside from that, I guess you could talk about the Obama Yang um, chance when Adrian gave it away as well. But really, they they were well and truly outplayed and, and got a late consolation goal. Um, David Luiz, you know, that's vintage from him. Yeah. Um, gets a stupid yellow Classic card. And then, yeah, and then, like, diving in on the halfway line against one of the best dribblers in the league. Like, man, are you serious? Yeah. Like, But that that's that's what he does. And, and the shirt pull as well. That's a bit cheeky. It is. It is, yeah. It's hard to the, um, the, the club record, though. 12, 12 wins in a row in the Premier League. It's good signs. We've started well. Um, there's actually not too many teams that have won their first three Premier League fixtures either. So I can't remember the exact stat around that, but it, it's not as common as what you would think. So, yeah, really, really good signs. Um, and better signs for me on fantasy as Salah was captain. So <laughs> finally <laughs> chalked up some that, points. It hurts. It hurts me. Yeah, and it's it's quite funny you say that because Liverpool, and I saw a meme on the Everything Football page um, this week and – Someone joking about, you know, back in the day, and literally when I say back in the day, I mean like three or four years ago, Liverpool would be three goals up and you'd still be biting your nails with five minutes to go. Now they're 1-0 up at 20 minutes gone and you you feel pretty confident they're going to coast to victory in most games, aren't they? Yeah, well, I mean, that's probably more, um, I'd say that memes from last year because that was definitely the case. But, you know, this year we haven't kept a clean sheet yet. Yeah. Um, and, you know, for all our dominance on uh, on the game Saturday or Sunday morning our time, against Arsenal, we could have gone behind. Um, so, you know, defensively, it's still not as solid as what it was last year or what I'd like it to be. Um, but, yeah, hopefully we can build on that and, and get as solid as we were last year. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, a lot of people built their fantasy teams on on that Liverpool defence and they haven't kept a clean sheet, so they haven't been getting those extra points. Uh, Robertson is the sixth most transferred out player this week. Mm. Um, you know, so he's still there. Um, people are letting go of those expensive 7.0 defenders and, and a couple of other options have started to show up. So it's going to be interesting to see if, if Liverpool can um, get a clean sheet and and, and hoping that um, Alisson can come back soon. All right, cool. Well, before we uh, jump into the final few fixes, I'm just going to kick it on so that we can uh, talk fantasy points. That's about all I had as well. I just pretended that Rashford scored goals when I uh, first lined in to look at my fantasy team. I got absolutely battered, lads. Zero points from Rashford. Captain Dim, Pogba in my team as well. Wan-Bissaka in my team. He had a, uh, I think he gave the ball away like 14 times in the game and literally made no tackles. I wasn't actually sure whether that stat was true because watching the game, I didn't think Wan-Bissaka had such a bad game. Um, but I'm going to throw to you straight away, Josh, at the other end of the fixture list. I know you had Harry Kane. You were big, big calls against uh, Newcastle for him. What was your take on the game and his performance? Yeah, uh, I don't know. There were a couple of penalty shouts that weren't given. Um, you know, that could have gone the other way and Kane would have slotted him. So, 
maybe it's just one of those weeks. Um, Ericsson's not starting. You know, is he trying to force his way out of the club? Mm. Maybe there's a couple of uh, things happening behind the scenes, but I'm hoping it's a it's a bogey. Um, he's been the second most transferred out. I actually know he's top now. Top most transferred out player this game week. Harry Kane is. Um, Harry Kane is. Yeah. Um, in third place is Rashford. But no, Kane, <laughs> uh, I'm going gonna, gonna to stick on to him because um, they've got uh, Watford. Uh, oh, no, sorry. Let's take a look at the right fixture. Tottenham. Oh, they've got Arsenal, don't they? Mm. Better than North uh, London. Then Palace, yeah. Leicester, Southampton, um, Brighton and, and Watford again. So I'm going to hold him um, and, and show some faith. We, um, we, we called him for a top goal scorer, so... I've got to show a bit of faith from I think even as a, yeah. as a Chelsea fan. You know, I got I got one stat, and this was something that I found really surprising about Spurs um, as well. Because I'm sitting in the same kind of boat. Got to trust Rashford. I'm not going to transfer him out. Um, trusting Harry Kane. One of the things that's been made as a big uh, kind of call around United's form. This is the last time I'm going to mention United because it's painful to talk about. In their worst run of league form since 1937, which uh, is a long ass time. But in the last 15 league games, Spurs have lost eight of those. And the only other two teams who've had a worse record in those last 15 league games are Brighton and Watford. So interesting that you say the next couple of fixtures that they face them after Arsenal are Brighton and Watford. Um, but yeah, n- nice to have your take on whether you keep Harry Kane. Good to know you're, you're keeping the faith. I know you got lucky with him with a kind of triple captain in the first game week. Um, but over to you, Dill. Spurs-Newcastle, that was 1-0. Wolves-Burnley, the kind of two teams who'd been uh, heating up on the the lead to that 1-1 what was your take on that and and I'll let you go for some uh, more stories about how how your fantasy team performed as well yeah well I, I was okay with the well I didn't predict the the Wolves result I did okay in a fantasy perspective I, I've got Jimenez up front so mm. picked up nine points from him um, I've got Bolly at the back picked up four points from him and then um, unfortunately Matinho didn't do too much in the middle of the park just a solitary point from him he only paid played 58 minutes so did not pick up much. Um, Burnley are interesting. They really are. They're going to take some points off the big boys, you can tell. But they're also going to play some dirty football and really frustrate teams and almost get, be in a lot of grubby 0-0, 1-1 games, I feel. Yeah, I mean, that's that's sort of their style, isn't it? They like a dirty game. That's when they thrive. They like to get into a battle. So if they can make that happen, then, yeah, the, you know, they'll definitely do better than they did last year. They had the distraction of Europa League, and that really yeah. hit them hard. They haven't got the squad depth for that. But this year, you know, they'll, they'll be secure. I don't see them getting relegated at all. Um, but, yeah, I mean, my fantasy team, it's actually the first week I've, I've performed okay, picked up 60 points. Uh, majority of those from Salah, who was captain. Um, who, of course, chalked up a brace. Uh, got Alexander-Arnold, who got the assist. Um, and they're really my, my big point scorers, to be honest. Um, it was a bit of a reverse on the Everything Football League as well, you noticed. I mean, shouts to James Panton, Gary Hughes, Rocky, uh, Radinovich, and uh, Siddharth Patel as well. Obviously, you've always had some big game weeks and climbed up the ladder. Jess, you and I's team are uh, eerily similar in a lot of cases. So I think the difference is if... Uh, you know, City have a good game, which they tend to, or United have a good game. We're just kind of kind of jockey for those positions. But um, like you said, at the bottom of the table, it was a bit of a different story. I think those early game weeks where people are, you know, picking up players, expecting them to, them to do well, and, and kind of it didn't happen over the first few weeks. Um, this was a, a big turning point. I mean, for you, Jess, you, you obviously keep close to who's who and who should be uh, trading in, trading out. What's the kind of story? What's the, the key trades that are being made? Who, who should we trust as captain in this time? 
Yeah, well, it's an interesting one because um, everyone who we picked to do well at the start did. So if you were way off the pace, you missed out. But now as it's starting to progress through the game weeks, um, people that were underdogs that we're all backing, you know, Perez, um, Del Feo, they haven't turned up. So um, those guys have been transferred out as people try to wiggle um, Sterling and um, and and Salah into the into the same team, but um, it's nice to see that we've got another uh, couple of of, of uh, players showing up. You know, Mason Mount um, could be, as we said, could be a decent player. Um, he he got me eight points over over the weekend, which was nice. Um, something I've got to confess though is that I used a wild card. Um, I had to shift some players around. I didn't want the minus four points, yeah. um, so I had to had to use the wild card. Um, not realizing that there's an international break next week, um, so that could really put me behind if I pick up players with injuries. Um, although I'll admit again, the player I did um, transfer in was Rashford, and um, before the United game, so um, I could transfer him out again for free, which was nice. <laughs> oh, so does your wildcard actually let you make as many transfers during that period as as you like? During the basically. week, you can do as yeah, many trades as you right. like. Yeah. So you got two weeks basically to kind of pick and choose. I've been I've been thinking about that as well. Have you made any trades still? What are you What are you looking the at? The only one I made this week was um, Ken from Everton out um, to bring in Pookie, which is a pretty obvious one. Yeah, um, got West Ham away, obviously, but either Halley or or Pookie, aren't you? Yeah, but mate, like he he scored against Liverpool. Yeah, um, he scored against Chelsea. Yep. Um, and then I can't remember who he got the hat trick against, but um, if for any strikers out there that want a lesson on how to run off the shoulder, watch that guy. He's good, eh? Seriously, his movement. He doesn't even look. He's one of those. I know where the goal is. Have a hit, bottom corner. Unbelievable. Um, Dead set, running yeah. off the shoulder. I watched that Chelsea um, Norwich game. Different class. Yeah. Dead set. Are we too late for the Pookie party? Is he going to dry up? I mean, he is That's the most transferred player in. Um, 34% of people own him. He's got five goals, you know. Um, he's got West Ham away, City at home, Burnley away, Palace away, Villa at home. Um, so he could be good I, to I definitely agree with your point, and, and, yeah, that is the risk. I just, you know, I think the fact that he has scored against two big teams already, uh, that shows a lot, in my opinion. Um, from a fantasy perspective, um, I had a little bit of money in the bank. Ken was six points he dropped to 6.9 so transferred him out and then Pookie in for seven so it was kind of a no-brainer yeah Could still be a bargain pickup he might go up again you know I mean Heller is a 7.4 and Pookie could go all the way up to 7.5 or, or more I mean we're paying 11 for Kane and he's not doing the same thing so how far do you go with a bit of a bit of faith that's exactly right yeah I did actually hear a really bad joke about Pookie this week uh it was kind of a rhetorical question, which was, I wonder where he learned to finish. Oh, um, tidy. Yeah, I'll see what you did there. <laughs> um, double yeah, double I, end. I'm not going to be doing stand-up anytime soon. Um, I One of the um, pickups I did make, only one trade, and this is the the kind of thing, you're, you're always like, oh, yeah, do I get rid of Rashford? And then you're like, oh, we could feasibly turn up and bang a Hattie next week. You know, Southampton away is unlikely, but could happen. Sigurdsson hasn't really done anything Still in the Everton team, which is looking fairly solid. They got Wolves at home. Uh, don't know. Um, I ended up picking up Harry Wilson, despite Bournemouth getting, um, you know, literally punched in the face by Man City. David Silver, what a player. I'll talk about him in just a moment. But 
Uh, picked up Harry Wilson for that blind of a free kick. But when you're talking fixtures, Leicester away, Everton home, Southampton away, West Ham home before they got Arsenal um, at the beginning of October. Man's looking good. He's on a, he's on loan from Liverpool, isn't he? And you're a Liverpool fan. What's your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, he he's scored that many kicks from um, outside the box. It, it's not surprising. I guess from a fantasy perspective, though, is he going to start? Um, he traditionally hasn't been a starter. Um, mm. I don't think he was in this game either. I'm pretty sure he was subs, subbed on. Um, so, but, you know, if he can come on and score goals, happy days. Yeah. Um, but I guess you run the risk if he is a substitute that maybe you lose out there. I think he's yeah. got two starts in a row, though. He's got two goals He's in only a row. played 128 minutes. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and other players have played 230-odd. So I think looking at the ownership, 2.3% of people own him for 6 mil. For 6 mil, um, you know, you can pick up Mason Mount um, yeah. as a starter and is getting, getting goals. So um, <laughs> it's a big diff. And it's that part of the season now where we, we have to go off on tangents and limbs and trust... Um, so it'll be interesting to see who you back. I've I've picked up um, Abraham. Um, I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm backing him to start. Looks like Giroud's going to be his backup. Giroud's even come out and said, "Look, um, looks like Tammy Abraham's number one. My job here is to to coach him and to help him get over that um, penalty miss in in the Super Cup against Liverpool." And um, he's come back looking strong. Those those finishes look tidy. So I'm backing him to to score um, and and be up there in contention for for the top goal scorer. Yeah, and yeah, good shout, I reckon. Um, and I, I'm going to throw it out there. I don't know if you boys agree with me here, but it was a pretty low-scoring week as a whole. Yeah. Um, you know, a few people might be might be sort of panicking a little bit, but you know, you touched earlier, Jesh, on the fact that there was so many away wins. Um, my kind of advice would say would say that don't don't sort of have a knee-jerk reaction to that. Um, you'd fancy a lot of those players that maybe didn't perform over the weekend to definitely bounce back. Um, so yeah, I, I guess don't don't jump to conclusions. Don't don't panic and, and make a, a a host of changes. Um, stick with it. Make make one or two, and um, and wait for those big boys to bounce back. I think on that note we can jump straight in uh, to our predictions. There's a couple of teams who've uh, been banging in the goals as well. Uh, I know that most of us have expected Liverpool and City to be banging in the goals, but uh, who would expect that um, some of the goals are coming from players outside of the striking area of the pitch? And you've made some some pretty bold predictions up until this point, but I think the predictions uh, have finally been, or the lead in the predictions has finally been taken by Jeff. So well done for last game week, mate. I'm going to give you a, like a round of applause for that one. Um, I'm going to hand over. You got seven? Six. Six. Yeah. Big Jess, you got six out of ten, mate. So you picked Villa. Uh, you picked the Chelsea result. You picked Leicester, West Ham, Liverpool, City. Solid. So, mate, that's 19. 19 points that you have. Uh, one ahead of me on 18. And uh, Scotty, just 14 uh, cute little points, mate. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> less than five a game week, mate. <laughs> Rough Yo start, God. rough start. Yeah, but considering I've, I've got automatically lost three points, basically, um, from the United results, the one time I didn't back the boys, they actually did the job, and then I backed them twice, and they've just been muppets. <laughs> um, so, I mean, 
We don't need to go through the specific results. What's your calls, lads? I'm going to throw to you first, Dylan. What's your calls for uh, for this game week? You got um, Southampton, obviously, first game. This is actually an early kickoff, 9.30 for um, us over here in Australia, 11.30 um, over in NZ. Uh, United Southampton, where you got? It's a tough place to travel from uh, from Manchester, but I am going to back them to bounce back, so I've got a United win. Chelsea Sheffield? Uh, yeah, Chelsea, I think they'll kick on again. They're definitely against a, a Sheffield side. They're at home, Chelsea. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll back them 100%. What do you reckon, Bournemouth, Leicester? Leicester at home, always strong. Yeah, and, you know, Bournemouth, horrendous last year away from home. So, you know, I, d- I don't see that changing too much right now. So, yeah, I'll say Leicester win. What are you talking, uh, City, Brighton and Newcastle, Watford? City, definitely to beat Brighton. Um so potentially for those that have Sterling, could be a, a captain shout there. Uh, Newcastle, Watford, I'm really torn with this one. Um, you know, Newcastle, 20% of the possession over the weekend and somehow jagged a win. Fair play. Um, Watford have been absolutely stinking the joint up this season so far. So really, really tough one. I think I'm going to go for a Newcastle win. Um, Newcastle at home. Darlington, is he worth a pick up in fantasy? Sorry to jump back to the fantasy chat, but he's, you know, 40 million pounds they've paid for him. He finally turns up. I mean, he scored goals in Germany. Yeah. Um, tidy finish, very composed finish. You know, a lot of people would uh, would kind of panic in that situation, and he's just side-footed it in. So it could be a good shout. Not sure on his price. Don't know if you can advise there, Jesh, what um, Joel Linton's price is. But no, I don't know how to spell his name, so... <laughs> He's probably the most expensive Newcastle player. Um, so, um, yeah, I'm saying a Newcastle win there. And the uh, the battle of the uh, Fords who've recently hit form, Hallie and Pookie and Norwich West Ham. West Ham at home. Finally actually making that stadium their own, aren't they, West Ham, really? I'm going to surprise a few here. I'm actually going to go for a Norwich win. Yeah, big call, I know. But um, you talked about Pookie. He's in form. Um, you know, Norwich actually caused Chelsea a bit of trouble. Um, their centre-backs dive in a little bit, which makes you nervous. But, mm. um, you know, they, they challenge Chelsea. That's a really good sign. So I'm going to back them in. Oh, Jolinton's only 5.9. That's a shout. Oh, he would have dropped. He would have dropped. That's a shout, though. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Anyway, uh, nice shout. And uh, who you taking for the last? Um, uh, so we've got pa- Palace Villa. Um, I'm going to go for a draw there. And the only reason for that is Palace being at home. Um, old Roy Hodgson, he he knows how to set up a, a defence. So um, I think Villa might struggle to break that down. So going to give them a draw. Liverpool to beat Burnley. Everton and Wolves, um, who are going to finish pretty close in the table. If my pre-season predictions are right, I'm going to back a draw there. And then I'm going to say Arsenal to beat Spurs. How close? Um, Spurs, man, seriously, 80% of possession and no result. Are you kidding? Yeah, I mean, they're missing Ericsson. And am I right in saying, I, I, I apologise to Spurs fans if I'm wrong, but did they have 80% of possession and two efforts on target? I don't know. That's, I think that's, that's right. I think that's right. So, you know, that that's kind of worrying signs. It, it is early. You're like, you know, you don't... Um, you don't panic after three games, but um, it doesn't look all rosy over at the new stadium. 
um, especially when you mm. you look at the Ericsson scenario and things like that going on. I don't know. I just think Arsenal can get the job done. It seems like Tottenham's a bit of a greedy a breeding ground for uh, Real Madrid midfielders as well because I could see Ericsson slotting in quite nicely as a replacement for Modric and at Real Madrid. You know, he's a kind of player they want. Doesn't really care about the limelight. Pretty really obvious time. he wants to go. Yeah. All right, Jish, over to you, mate. Southampton, Man United. I don't know how much you'd like to uh, follow Dylan, and so I hope you didn't make any notes while he was giving those. <laughs> I'm uh, out in front now, pal. So um, yeah, <laughs> he's later in the pack. You, you yeah. crack on, yeah. mate. Yeah. yeah. No, I've got I've got United bouncing back against Southampton. Um, Chelsea beating Sheffield. I'm gonna go for um, Villa to beat Palace. Spicy. I'm gonna go with. A Leicester Bournemouth draw. Uh, City to beat Brighton. Um, Newcastle Watford draw. West Ham Norwich. Hmm. I'm gonna back. Oh, I'm gonna go for a draw again. And Burnley Liverpool. Oof. I'm gonna go on a limb, and go for a Don't. draw. Oh. You reckon Burnley um, going to rock up with an eight-one-one? <laughs> I reckon it'll. It, I don't know. It might be. It might be one of those zero zeros. Who knows? Depends. Yeah. Um, depends Sean, Sean Dyche, man. Is, no one stops Liverpool is, scoring, boys. Come on. Oh, if it's going to be anyone, it's going to be a ginger. He's going to set him up and just fucking <laughs> roll you. Um, Everton Wolves. What do you got? Arsenal Spurs as um, well. Everton. Everton Maybe. there. Um, Arsenal Tottenham. This is going to be a really interesting game. Uh, I've got oof, at at the Emirates after losing. Tottenham need a win. Um, I'm going to go with an Arsenal win. Nice. Well, I'll rip through I mine. Think, I think PP might get on the score sheet. I mean, it's time for him to do something and for him to show He's up. He's a player. He's he looks a player. Good. He looks good. He's slippery, eh? I reckon they got a player there. Scary things, scary things. Um, I got United obviously bouncing back against Southampton. Chelsea, uh, they're going to be too strong for Sheffield United. On note though, Ravel Morrison, the Carabao Cup, Sheffield absolutely looked wonderful. Ravel Morrison hasn't played a minute of Premier League football this year. Man of the match, assist. Who against? Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head. They went through like 2-1 or something like that, 2-0 this morning. Um I actually was going to put uh, Palace to thump Villa, but I'm going to go for a draw. Basically, Palace beat United, or oh, sorry, beat United two one. They go get they go to Colchester away, uh, draw two two, lose on pins, get dumped out of the Carabao Cup. So it shows you how kind of roller coaster Palace are going to be at the moment. I'm just going to go for a draw with Villa. I think Villa are probably riding a high. They got six nil, I think, last night in the Carabao Cup. They won. I've just got to chime in. Sheffield managed to beat Blackburn. Oh, used to be a powerhouse. So won a yeah, Premier League, but I wouldn't be getting too toey over that, yeah. mate. I got more Premier Leagues than Liverpool, though, so uh, we can run with that one. Um, I'm going to go Bournemouth over Leicester City. Obviously, you'll spank Brighton, Newcastle. I think they're on a run. I got Norwich over West Ham. Liverpool going to be too big for uh, for Burnley, I think. Um, Everton, I think they'll take Wolves at home. They're looking too solid, and Wolves, uh, you know, I think if you can actually defend against Wolves, they're not going to be able to do too much against you. Um, hence the results that they got against United because woeful. Um, so you're saying Everton win? Yeah, I say Everton win. Everton win. And I'm going to take Arsenal over Spurs only because I think Arsenal are too quick. And I think Pepe, 
He might not be the reason they win, but I think he's got... Yeah, I think he's got too much. I think Arsenal and Genoa yeah, have got it, too it much. Could, it could be an interesting game, this one. Um, I, I, I think Arsenal were lucky they're playing at home. Um, if they were playing away, it'd be a bit worrying. I, I heard that um, Arsenal hasn't beaten a top six side away from home in 22 matches. Now that's January 2015, and Palace <laughs> managed it eight times in the same period. So Good God. They've struggled against the top top six sides, so hmm, could be a, it could be a big moment for them. And on that uh, note, if you are listening, thank you very much. Everything Football Fantasy Podcast, you can find us anchor.fm, Google Podcast, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public as well. If you love it, like it. If you want to be a part of the Everything Football family, uh, you can find the link in the description. And if you also want the link to the Everything Football Fantasy League, you can find that in the description as well. We'll be here uh, same time next week. Catch you then. Ciao. Oh, it's all, it's it's all.